Hello, I'm Matthew Roth, and welcome back to this sports podcast with Matthew Roth. Today, we are going to give an overview of the championship in the Final Four, give my way-too-early top 20, top 10 for college basketball, and then just give a preview of three NFL teams for the upcoming draft. All right, let's start this podcast. All right, so let's start off with our Final Four overview and championship overview. Start off with the Final Four. The Baylor game was just a complete blowout. Nothing really to say about that. Baylor played very well. Um, now, with the Gonzaga-UCLA game, UCLA, if they played like that for the whole tournament, they would have been crushing every team. But they're playing Gonzaga. Gonzaga's a great team. Uh, but Jalen Suggs' half-court shot was really something that I thought was very cool, and that's part of the madness. It's March Madness. That's what you're going to get. In the championship game, Baylor Gonzaga played very sloppy basketball, and just Baylor played well. Gonzaga's going to keep being good. They're losing a lot of guys, but, you know, Gonzaga's a very sloppy didn't play very, very well. They're sloppy, and I think uh, Gonzaga could have played better and could have won that. All right, so now let's take it over to my way too early top ten. All right, so I will start off with my top ten for way too early college basketball. Let's start off with number ten, the Baylor, the Baylor. Uh, Bears. Yeah, Baylor was a great team um, this season, but they're losing a lot of guys. They're lose. They are losing uh, Davion Mitchell. They're losing Machio Peak, and they're also losing Jared Butler. They have some great recruits coming in, and guys like Chamachachua and Flagler and Cryer are coming back. So that will be good for them. They're at number ten, but it's I. Sort of expect them to linger around there for this for this next season. I'm gonna start then go to number nine, which will be most likely. I think the team that deserves this is the Maryland Terrapins. They have great players coming back. They have a transfer in Fats Russell and Cutis Wahab from Georgetown and Rhode Island. Eric Ayala is coming back. Aaron Wiggins is coming back, and Dante Scott is coming back. So those are all great players, and I think Maryland's going to be good this season. Number eight is Alabama. Alabama, no one's really leaving. I guess John Petty is leaving, but no one else really. They're, Javon Quinterly and Jaden Shackelford is coming back, are coming back, and Alabama has a great recruit in J.D. Davidson, number 11 in the top 100. They'll be pretty good this season. Number seven, um, with the expectation that Colin Gillespie will come back, is the Villanova Wildcats standing right there. Brandon, Brandon Slater, a freshman, will probably make a huge jump, and Demir Cosby Roundtree has not he opted out for the 2021 season, but he'll be coming back strong, and Colin Gillespie's, of course, coming back, so that will be good. Number six, 
will be the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State is a great team. I've loved I love how they're how they played in this tournament. They will um Anthony Polite is coming back. He is he played well this season. He's gonna play even better. And then they also have Balsa Copravicha Copravisa who's coming back. He's a center. He started to get hot later in the season. He's a freshman as well, and they also have some decent recruits, um, which should be pretty good. All right, so number five is the Kansas Jayhawks. They have plenty of players coming back. Dejawan Harris, Kirsten Bond, Ochai Ajbaji, Jalen Wilson, David McCormack. Uh, the last three all played very well, and Dejawan Harris, Jr., Freshman will make that jump, I think. Christian Braun is a great player, and I think he came off the bench. He came off the bench this season, so I think Kansas, Christian Braun will become more consistent. Number four is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, Ohio State was great this season. EJ Liddell um, was great. Next season, I can't. I can imagine how good EJ Liddell will be. Coming back is also Dwayne Washington. He played lights out at the end of the season, and Ohio State has a transfer in Jamari Wheeler. Not so good at Penn State, but I have a feeling that Chris Holtman can develop him into a better player. So Ohio State will be a team that not a lot of teams will want to play, and they might be the team to beat. Number three will be Gonzaga. Now, Gonzaga, they're losing some guys in Corey Kispert and Jalen Suggs, but coming back is Andrew Nemhard. They have Hunter Salas, who's gonna who's number 13 in the top 100, and plenty of guys coming off the bench. Dominic Harris, we saw him a little bit. This tournament, Anton Watson, I have a feeling he's going to make a big jump. And the star of a team this season will be Drew Timmy. Gonzaga is going to be great, not as good as they were this year, but they're going to be a great team for the next few years, and Gonzaga's in a good place for this season. Number two is the UCLA Bruins. Well, I mean, all of their guys are coming back for that played in this tournament. Tiger Campbell will be great. Johnny Juzang, Jaime Jaquez will be back, come back. Um, Chris Smith, he got hurt earlier in the season, um, but he looked good, and Cody Riley as the center. UCLA is going is playing great basketball. They play great basketball in this tournament, and I have a feeling they are going to be a lot, and this UCLA team will be a lot like that team when Lonzo Ball and TJ Leaf were together on the UCLA Bruins. Number one, this isn't because I'm biased. I think it should be Michigan, honestly. Michigan has some top recruits. Um, Frankie Collins, Caleb Houston, Musa Diabate. Hunter Dickinson's going to come back. Brandon Johns is going to come back. He really played well when he got minutes in the tournament. Brandon Johns, he will be one of the key players. I bet his shooting's going to improve. So down low will be pretty good. Caleb Houston, uh, if you remember him from the high school basketball tournament, he played very well in that. 
shooting, I mean, then you have Zeb Jackson, who we saw a few minutes in the tournament, great shooter. Frankie Collins also. So this Michigan team, probably a great team. Oh, and I also forgot Franz Wagner. So a lot of people are saying Franz Wagner is a lottery pick. I disagree. How can Franz Wagner be a lottery pick when he's sort of he was sort of in a slump for a lot of the tournament? Um, I don't think many teams would really want to draft him. These mock draft these draft experts um think that he's going to be high. I just don't see it in him. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, so that will wrap it up for this college basketball segment. That wraps it up for college basketball. This year, sadly. Goodbye, college basketball. Uh, we'll see you in November. And let's take it over to NFL. Welcome back, NFL. All right, so finally for the draft segment, I'm going to highlight really three teams for who they're going to draft. Let's start off with the New York Jets. So what do the New York Jets need? Now that Sam Darnold's gone, it's pretty clear the Jets are going to draft the quarterback. Uh, whether it's Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, I think it's going to be Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, when he has played, he has such a strong arm and great accuracy. Uh, he doesn't. The Jets have a terrible offensive line. He doesn't need a great offensive line. He's mobile. He can be mobile. Uh, and the Jets, they now have some new receivers coming in, along with Jamison Crowder. They will have... Corey Davis, which he played well closer to the end of the season for Tennessee. And I think Corey Davis is going to be the number one receiver. Um, He's probably going to make a huge jump because he's now going to be the number one receiver, not the number two receiver in Tennessee who's behind A.J. Brown. So they also have Keelan Cole. He's okay. Uh, He's on the Jaguars, but I think – the Jets will have some good receivers for for uh, Zach Wilson to throw to. And I think the Jets, they're heading in a good direction. I think Robert Sala is a going to be a good coach. So next will be the Miami Dolphins. So Miami Dolphins, they have Tua, and uh, Tua needs a bit of company. So I think he needs a receiver, and there are two receivers in this draft from Alabama. So why don't you take one of him? One of them. Uh, he's thrown to both. Sure. I think Devonta Smith is the Miami Dolphins guy because Miami doesn't have a great receiver, receiving group. Um, their best receiver is Devonta Parker. They have a good tight, tight end in Mike Gesicki, but no one other. But Devonta Parker is really the only guy, and he's not even that good. So I think Devonta Parker will definitely need a new guy. So I think Tua will need a new receiver to take over for Devonta Parker because Devonta Parker just wasn't so good. And finally, um, we'll go to who the Giants should draft. Now the Giants, they... A lot of people are saying receiver. And I don't really get why they're saying receiver because now the Giants have... The Giants have Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and Kenny Galladay. Those, those, that's a great group of receivers, along with uh, 
Saquon Barkley. A great offense, and I think they really need someone on the defensive line. You have some good linebackers, but you need more of a defensive line and developing that. Now, you have two choices here, Jeremiah Awusu-Koromoa, or you could draft Quiddy Pay from Michigan. I think Quiddy Pay is the guy for this role on the Giants because, number one, he's so he's strong. Um, he's a great player when he's played on Michigan. He has had some pretty good moments, um, even a few nice moments versus Ohio State, and Ohio State has a great offensive line. And then finally, uh, that wraps it up, but finally, I just want to go back to Devonta Smith to show you how good Devonta Smith is. Devonta Smith torched two great, um, pat, like, two, torched two great secondaries. Ohio State secondary and Notre Dame secondary. Like, I don't know, I mean, I think this, Devonta Smith is clearly the best receiver on this draft. But we'll see who drafts him. All right, so that wraps it up for this podcast. Uh, Please thank you for listening, and please listen next week.